okay, we're back, and I have uh, a little seltzer and water. Oh, nice. Um, I should put these on the right way because it looks like I'm wearing like a chin strap helmet or something. I, these are I. <laughs> I, have, I got a new. I see. <laughs> My guest today is Shihori. She's an artist and singer songwriter. She's joining me from the lovely Manhattan, New York, and I'm really excited to have a good conversation with her today. Shihori, welcome to A Little Bit Famous. Hey, hello. I'm Shihori. <laughs> hello. <laughs> nice to meet you. Ni nice. This is this is yeah. Nice to meet you too. I mean, you know, we we we've, yeah. we've had a little bit of contact to sort of set up this um this conversation. And uh, now we can really get to know each other. I'm, I'm excited about it. Yeah, me too. <laughs> uh, so first things first, how are you? I'm so good. Yeah? <laughs> it's been a little bit busy on some yeah. un un unexpected things, but I'm pretty fine. How are okay. you? Well, I'm, I'm trucking along. I'm, I'm doing fine, too. You know, it's a beautiful nice. weather and... You know, yeah. life is pretty good right now. So and I'm getting to talk with you. So that's a win, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, OK, well, I you know, like I said before, I want to I really want to get to know about you today. And I, I, I would like to kind of start at the beginning um, about where you were born. And I mean, I know you were born in Japan, but. Yeah, I was born in Nagoya City. OK, it's that kind of middle middle of the uh, Japan, Japanese land. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. I've never yeah. been to Japan and I, I want you to know that it's top three easily of places in the country in, in the world that I want to go to. I just have. I have oh, really? Oh, yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just the cities and the, the topography and the food. It's just all, you know, I absolutely sushi is my absolute favorite thing to eat. And oh, I, I, well, I, you I, have to go to like a a real sushi like Edomayan sushi place these yeah. are really really art yes i know more than the food <laughs> I, I agree completely you know and i mean i'm a i'm a real sushi person i i, I order Ooh. i mean i order the chef's preference so whatever mm -hmm. he puts on the plate is what i'm getting you know um, oh yeah great that sounds very like traditional my style yeah, I mean, I don't I don't want to, you know, I don't want to pick and choose and say, I don't want that. I, you know, I just want uh, because the chefs themselves are are real masters, you yes. know, and they know yes. they know what they're doing. And, and so yeah. why would I why would I try to editorialize? And say, <laughs> don't give me that. Uh, give me something else. You know, okay. yeah. So at some point, I, I mean, I really hope I can get there. It's, it's just a, it's a place that fascinates me and. I'm always curious mm. about traveling. I love to travel. Yeah. Maybe after Corona, settle down. Yeah. You know, I mean, I'm vaccinated <laughs> now. It's, you know, yeah. things are starting to, to truck along a little bit more and more, more people are getting vaccinated and the rules are changing. And um, mm. so, so you were born in Nagoya City. Yes. What, what is that place like? Do you have, I mean, um, 
as Did far I say as one the, of the like the biggest third three biggest cities in Japan. So okay, the Tokyo, Osaka, Nagoya are the biggest cities, but gotcha. kind of um, very very tiny, tiny, <laughs> tiny city. Yeah, kind of interesting place. But Nagoya has a lot of nice foods. Yeah, I'm proud of that. Yeah, <laughs> the most in my hometown. Right. Yeah. Well, that's great. Um, is there is it a is it a musical? You know, some some towns and some cities have a real musical energy and an active music uh, scene yeah. and things like that. Nagoya is famous for jazz. For jazz, there are a lot of like really? good jazz musicians in a jazz venue. But I, I haven't done jazz there, but uh. Yeah, now there are so many singer-songwriters too, and mm-hmm. probably just musicians there too. That's really interesting. Mm-hmm. That's really interesting. Yeah. So when you were a kid, um, I guess I should I should ask. Um, did you have siblings? You have brothers and sisters or yeah. anything? You yeah. You do. Okay. I have a little sister. Okay. And this is a question I always just feel I, I have to ask, which is, do you, do, did you come from a musical family? Was there music in <laughs> your home? <laughs> this is a very interesting part question. Okay, because, good. Uh, <laughs> my dad is insurance company person. Okay. And also, yeah, my sister took over like his business. And so like a half, half of them are like insurance people. Mm-hmm. So, and I am professional, not use insurance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Over <laughs> beyond insurance. So that's funny. There is no, no musical family members. Isn't that interesting? I mean, I could say the same yeah, for my family. It I is. Didn't, you know. Oh, I, really? I yeah, no, I have two sisters and, and, and my parents were, you know, none of the four of them were uh musical in the sense that they pick up an instrument and played it for the rest of their lives you know they they, like most people do my sisters dabbled in you know uh flute lessons and you know but not sticking to it for for long term Mm -hmm. i mean music was very much a part of our home i would sit in the Mm. downstairs and listen to records all the time as a kid and and, and mm. love it, but it wasn't. It was. I wasn't surrounded by it, and it sounds like you weren't either. Yes, really, really same here. Yeah, kind of, kind of, really the polar opposite of a musical family is to have people who mm. work in insurance. Yeah, in the family, yes, you know? it's so interesting. I'm not sure how it how it kind of came. <laughs> well, actually, that I would like to dig into that a little bit and, uh-huh. and kind of get to get to what exactly drew you to mm. music. You know, how, how nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> how, how old were you roughly when when you started to feel a real draw, not just to music and a love of music, but an interest mm-hmm. in playing an instrument, an interest in singing? Yeah, there's another interesting story. Uh, when I was seven, I, I was very, very like aspect. So uh, I, I didn't have any friends and I was just into my world all the time. So I focus on my world or like creating something all the time. And, uh, but I didn't care. I didn't notice the other world outside of me. And one day I was in a picnic bus, a school picnic bus. So there, there were all the grades of kids and parents local picnic then mm-hmm. so and everybody was enjoying 
karaoke singing. And it was really monkey park in the bus, of course. Okay, karaoke. Uh, yeah, at the end. Yeah, karaoke. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, at the end of the trip, somebody asked me to sing something. And, uh, uh, but I don't know any, any popular songs. And the person told me, oh, that's fine. Just sing anything in the acapella. Okay. And uh, I just sang one song. And uh, I noticed that immediately those monkey park monkeys mm. stopped. Everybody, like kids and parents, everybody stopped and uh, everybody was staring at me. And I was like shocked. What? What, what is this? What's happening right now? <laughs> and uh, the, the time, the moment was really the first time for me to recognize the other world and connected to other people. So that was really, really stunning moment. And uh, I guess that triggered me to think about becoming a singer for the mm. first time. And I, I didn't have any musical education at the time, but I immediately started songwriting and singing and it sang my original song in front of my mom was a probably first concert. It's a singer uh -huh. songwriter. Can you, so, I'm sorry to interrupt, was, but can you just, yeah, when I was seven, no, so you were seven. I was just going to just ask because yeah. I, I, I either I didn't hear it or I quickly forgot the, how old you were uh, when that happened. Yeah. So seven years old. I mean, that's young and that's that's amazing. I mean, did you feel like because there is a certain question about this, um, like are are people um, just naturally gifted in, in certain ways or uh, how much of a role does their environment play? In, in, in sort of shaping them and, and, and what they end up doing and what, what they love and stuff like that. But it seems like for you, coming from a family that was not really a musical family, like did your, fa no. did your family ever say to you, do you want to take piano lessons or did they ever incur do, encourage you to do anything like that? Yeah, actually, my mom told me that I was asking her many times, like, I want to do piano, I want to learn piano, I want to learn mm -hmm. piano. But my mom yeah. was, no 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 kept saying no for like a year or or some something and i didn't remember but yeah. it seems like i was asking then but uh my mom saw that uh i never give gave up about mm -hmm. that for a year or something so okay so let's give her a lesson but we we didn't have piano at home so like as she told told me that uh, you could just learn the piano, but without piano, just learn like reading, reading, mm -hmm. writing the scores mm -hmm. or just those like basic stuff. Is it okay for you? And yes, yeah. <laughs> <And> I started <laughs> learning piano probably after I started songwriting. Yeah. Then I did just uh, re reading, writing uh, like for two years something. And I got the piano. She bought me a grand piano, mini grand piano. An acoustic, a, a real acoustic mini yeah. grand piano. Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's that's something. That's that's impressive. <laughs> Usually, you don't make yeah. that leap so quickly. You know, you start off on a little uh, Yamaha, you know, keyboard, electric mm -hmm. keyboard of some kind, and then a little, you know, while later, you move up to to the real acoustic deal. That's awesome. Yeah, she she wanted something real education. If yeah. she gives me, yeah, that that was their policy. So I appreciate that. That yeah. affected my life really, really big. No kidding, that's gigantic. 
I mean, I, when I was a kid, I was I don't know, I was probably eight years old, maybe younger. And I that we had a show here called The Muppet Show. I don't know if you're familiar with The Muppet Show, but it's like puppets and I it's a classic. I've heard TV. about that. Yeah, classic TV. And there's a character on The Muppet Show called Animal. And he's like he's a drummer and he and he would have scenes scenes in The Muppet Show where he the was puppet, bashing. Puppet yes, this crazy puppet <laughs> with wild hair playing the drums. Yes, yes, yes. This sounds cute. Yeah, cute yeah. And well, funny. yeah. And there was there was a Muppet Show episode where where uh, Buddy Rich, who's a, one of the most legendary, you know, he's passed away now, but he was one of the most legendary oh. drummers of all time. And he did a solo on The Muppet Show. Oh, my God. And, that's you know, so cool. Well, for my for me, when I was that young to see a drummer that good and to, you know, it was like, whoa. And and it was <gasps> right after that, that I just I started asking my parents if I could start taking drum lessons or join or join join band at school. You know, that was a moment that wow. did, in fact, transform my life in in, in, in most unexpected ways, you know, and I, I, <laughs> <laughs> <Very nice. laughs> it's interesting how that happens. Um, OK, so getting back to you, though. Um, now, you know, when you're, how old are you again, when you get the piano, when you get the, uh, mini nine. Grand, you're nine yeah. now. So it's been a couple of mm-hmm. years. You're learning how to read and write and do all those things. Yeah. Now, now you have a real piano in front mm-hmm. of you. Yeah. Did you, did you feel like you just had natural talent at it? Did it take a ton of work or did you feel and hear and, and, and sense the piano in a way that felt very natural to you? Oh yeah. I, I think that was really natural. And, uh, I, I didn't have to make any efforts to play the piano. Like I just really, I enjoyed playing piano and playing yeah. too much, too yeah. much, very long. So like a mom was like scolding me, like ah, I used to bring the piano, do your like homework. <laughs> yeah. Every time, every time. I'm sorry. I want to play the piano. <laughs> And go back to the piano again and again. And she scolded me. Yeah. We repeated that a lot. I mean, you're, you know, really, your mom was very lucky that it was the piano and not the drums. So, mm. because I remember being in my basement playing my drums and being like, oh, God, my, pa- my poor, my poor, poor parents that agreed to let oh. me get a drum set. And now I'm smashing oh. away, it, you know, sweet. in the house. And, <laughs> but they were always. <laughs> Yeah, they were always supportive of me, so that was that oh, was great. So that was amazing. that was huge. Yeah. Um. So when by the time you're you're nine, ten, uh, you know what's going on with you in your school life? Are you uh, having school a, life? Yeah. Yeah, I had a lot of tr- a lot of trouble, uh, because my Asperger problem and plus my left ear is deaf, so uh, I can't hear from the left side, and uh, mm-hmm. I have too strong concentration because of Asperger and it's this like mono mono world of yeah. hear, hearing stuff so yeah. I focused on something very strong so I never noticed somebody like a calling calls me and oh, Shori-chan, Shori-chan, and it seemed like probably ignoring them so they felt oh, this girl is weird and they bullied me a lot and it was really really a hard time for me that's there's a lot to unpack there and, and talk mm. about for sure. Mm. I mean, one yeah. of them is you. So you you were born with hearing loss in one ear. Yes. And it's your left ear, correct? Left ear. Yes. Exactly. Um, what what was what what were your because obviously you wouldn't 
you wouldn't necessarily remember very, 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 very early in your life that you had had hearing loss. But at some point, you start having conscious moments and memories uh, early in your life. And and do you remember what it was like to sort of realize that you had hearing loss in in one ear? How it how did it affect your uh, things like your your um, balance? Uh, oh your, yes, balance. Equilibrium. Have, yeah, actually, I have a pretty good balance than regular people. The, mm-hmm. like the best in the school level i had so amazing balance but wow. uh it's also interesting point was uh instead of the left ear i have a perfect pitch naturally on my right ear so probably that's how brain works because i found that uh left ear is usually language ear and the right ear is sound like music ear and so yeah that's so interesting side yeah, then like uh, I, I'm not good at like hearing language, even if it's in Japanese. Yeah, but uh, but I'm really good at like sounding, sounding or hearing as music. So that yeah. makes sense. It actually. makes perfect sense to me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean that's incredible. You know, I mean, yeah. That, that, gosh, I, it's hard to even. <laughs> it's hard to even. <laughs> It's kind of hard to even process. I mean, when you think that you that you were born with natural hearing loss, it, it wasn't yeah, you know, and it a wasn't natural, a, perfect an bitch. accident that happened. <laughs> you just were born with hearing loss. Yeah. Ear. And then and then your your other ear had an acuity to it in, in, mm-hmm. and a strength to it in such a way that you have perfect pitch <laughs> and that you sort of hear and see music. Yeah. And and you are a piano player and a successful singer and songwriter. And it's just <laughs> incredible how that happens sometimes, you know? Yeah, this really, really feels like gifted by God. So I feel like even this side, like a deaf ear is also really present from God. I mean, okay. So just getting back to my earlier question, did you did you go through any process of of sadness or grief as a young child? Did you feel at all like it was a disability or that it was a uh, somehow something that would that would create issues for you in life? Or did you know, did you feel comfortable with it from for as long as you can remember? You had adapted to Uh, it from a very early age. Yes, I actually uh, I never so I never experienced the world that can hear from both. So the monorail way is very natural thing for me. And uh, I didn't care about that. Uh, but my parents cared about it really, really a lot. So like they were like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And like that. And I, I felt kind of uncomfortable with that. It's not, not bad. It's really yeah. natural for yeah. me. So don't say, don't think sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it was my statement. Yeah. And I, I, I think I realized that I can't hear the left side or my shape of the, the ear. This side is like a very small and we, we are different from other people. At when I was nine, I think. And so after that, probably uh, um, kids, those uh, especially boys, started to bully about my ear. Ugh. So that was really, really, yeah, bad, horrible experience. Yeah. How, how did you, I mean, I've talked with other guests about being bullied 
I got mm. bullied at t- times in my life and uh, it, 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 it hurt and it, you know, it, it still rents some space in my head from time yeah, to time. Traumatized. Yes. Yeah. Um, so have you, I mean, I don't know if you want to share any of your experiences. Oh, uh, that's fine. Yeah. Being, okay. I mean, so mm-hmm. if you wanted to share maybe an experience you had being bullied and, and, and maybe how it affected you and is it something that you had to personally get some help for through counseling or therapy or anything mm-hmm. like that? Uh, I, I didn't get uh, any of those treatment or help from others, mm-hmm. but uh, I really fought against the bu- bully. Uh, so even I fought with the those kids, uh, bullied other kids, and always I was protecting those people, those mm-hmm. girls, or and, ah, don't do that. What are you mm-hmm. doing? <laughs> so kind of I was very very strong bullied kid. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, that's good. I had a very strong justice sense, sense oh, of the I can justice. Tell. <laughs> from, I mean, <laughs> honestly, no, I'm not, I'm not kidding. I'm saying like I can tell from just the little bit of time we've been talking and, you know, just a couple of little things that I learned about you. Oh, that yeah. You have a Thank huge you. heart. Absolutely. <laughs> and that you have a very strong sense of, of social justice. And, yeah. And, yeah. It, and it's of in your heart. Ex- it's absolutely yeah. in your heart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's an absolutely wonderful thing. Well, thank you so much. And yeah. So that was really hurting my pride also, yeah, but uh, sure. I didn't want to give up. So I even sometimes thought about suicide um, because it was too terrible. And uh, those kids say, like, uh, told me that, like, uh, I germ or die or like mm-hmm. those words, like, really hurt it, hurt me. Yeah. And thought about that and wrote their names on the notebook and, like, on the yeah and it too uh, yeah i wanted to revenge them but um i simulated a lot i mean what you have fantasies died? yeah yeah yeah, you yeah. fantasies and, about getting and, revenge on the bullies yeah 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 uh, yeah what if i died and uh, but i concluded that like a dying killing myself never result like it ruins them they're gonna forget about yeah. me and just spend their life very happily <laughs> sure i don't remember like that so that's, that's right. some bo- bullshit so i don't want to do that okay i'm gonna live and uh, i'm gonna be a like singer and uh, deliver very amazing message of love that could be the most amazing revenge i thought <sighs> yeah yeah, that's how I conquered. <laughs> right. Yeah. Just just revenge through through being a happy and successful human being. Yeah. And then kind of uh, if I could impress or give give them something amazing message that encourages them, that could be so amazing. <laughs> I would feel yeah. so good. Yeah. I mean, you br- you're bringing <laughs> up I mean, you're really bringing up a, an interesting point about and I'm sure I guarantee you're not alone. In, ha- in having those feelings, um, but really, ultimately, what you're talking about is is having a resentment. You know, mm. a, a resentment is is essentially where you re-feel something over and over again, and and mm-hmm. a hurt, a hurt, a, a trauma from a bully or or anyone in your life or anyone who you feel has hurt you or wronged you, and you and you sort of get stuck in that feeling of resentment where you you re-feel all the pain, the shame, yeah over and over again. Um, and there's an old expression, having a resentment is like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die. Right. You know, it, it ha- having a resentment 
it doesn't certainly doesn't help me if I if I have resentment, it does me no good at all, you know. No, and it certainly good. it's, it's just... certainly me carrying a resentment doesn't hurt the other person. Like you said, they have mm. no idea. They're off living their life and <laughs> they, they exactly. don't care. You know, they so I don't care. Yeah. So I actually I work real I work have worked and and uh, you know really hard and I'm and am in a place where I don't I just don't carry resentments anymore. It's just it's not worth it. Mm. You know, just just live your life and and try to be happy and fulfilled and yeah. And that's, that's this, a good the, thing. Yeah, the best way, yeah. So, so you were, I mean, I'm assuming, I'm, I'm guessing, and I could be wrong, you can correct me, but I'm guessing that some of the bullying came from your hearing loss. Some of the bullying might have come from um, having Asperger's. Mm-hmm. Is that, was that kind of what they were keying into and, and, and bullying? Yeah, I about? think so. And also, the biggest thing is probably just a jealous. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, in a very local area, city, very, very small town. So like a kind of, I was always like a biscuit, like in study or sports or art. I could do anything like than other kids. So mm-hmm. I was always like a, in front of, of the people. And I was always, oh my God, like outstanding too much all the time. So those people like parents and the kids, like I felt, a lot jealous so uh-huh. <laughs> i was so scared <laughs> kind of scary environment yeah i mean it's, it's such a gosh I, this is a theme that's come up before in, in some other inter- uh, conversations with guests you know that there's like a culture or sometimes there's a societal c- pressure or, or thing where it's sort of like don't rot mm-hmm. don't shine too much go you know you're yeah yeah, yeah exactly become, and also yeah. yeah japan is like that country like generally so yeah. uh, people people require to be same as everybody. So don't be outstanding is the basic in, in Japan. Right. So people really hate the person who gets like this sticking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was the yeah. biggest problem all the time. Yeah, I mean, I do think it's a little different here in America, and you may you may get that sense too. Now that you've been here for a little while, I don't know how many years you've been here. We'll we'll get three to that. Three years. You've, so you've mm-hmm. been here for three years. So, mm-hmm. um, you know that it, the the culture isn't quite so. Um, I don't know what the word is, but it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't seem here that that there's people there is a there is an environment that's telling people don't be successful, don't you know? It seems like it's it is a is a culture that sort of supports. Mm. Yeah, uh, outstanding characteristics in terms of you know whatever your particular talent or passion is. Yeah, but it can sadly. also. Yeah, I mean there can certainly be plenty of jealousy and envy here, you know, oh. just like anywhere else in the world. Yeah, um, like it just a human nature. So yeah, I envy, understand this. Yeah, of course, envy and jealousy, mm-hmm. but are, not the smart way. <laughs> Being jealous is not smart way. Definitely, just a kind of nature. Yeah. So you could overcome. Yeah, it's another one of those things like having a resentment, you know, being jealous or envious. It's like mm, doesn't, right. doesn't do anybody. It doesn't do anybody. Any good. <laughs> right. It's, it's, it's wasted. You're burning calories that you don't right. want to burn. This is so true. So unreasonable. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. All right. Well, anyway, so when you go th- when you get through your kind of grade school and early you know high school high schoolish kind of era of of your education are you at the, at that point in your life as you become a teenager are you becoming um 
are you writing and sort of documenting in, in any way the music you're making? Are you recording projects at that point in your in your teenage years? Uh, yes, uh, I was actually want, uh, longing for becoming singer and actress at the same time since I was seven. Then I I was really into drama club when I was in the school. Mm. And uh, but uh, at some point, like I got the like a similar similar experience as when I was seven. Like uh, I, somebody a- asked me to sing on the stage of the school festival when I was seventeen. And uh, okay, and I sang one song, and uh, so many people gathered around me, and everybody was. <laughs> so big applause and I became a kind of very popular in my school, very small school. But then my best friend told me, your singing is so amazing. You should do like a save, save the world by your like singing. Mm. And it, that stunned me a lot. And okay, I'm going to be that singer. And <laughs> I switched, switched my way directly towards more uh, becoming a singer-songwriter. So I restarted songwriting uh, Mm. since then. Okay. Do you have, Mm. like you're talking about that time when, when, you know, people were kind of going crazy and, you know, kind of blown away by your talent. Uh, Do you have, is is the spotlight something that you enjoy? Um, Some some artists don't like it or don't crave it. Uh, some, some, Some find tremendous excitement and, yeah. and just I am. static okay yeah so you're someone who you like the roar of the crowd yeah and... <laughs> Definitely. yeah i mean i i'm with you there's nothing like it when people go crazy you know or are or, or demanding an encore you know yeah but at the same time i'm not really i'm not i'm not personally seeking attention i like to be part of a group mm. that i see i see that you know we do something really great musically and and people love it and it just feels really good mm-hmm. you know so for you so so like is that something that you factor into i don't want to use the word brand but but into who you are that you that you want to comport yourself in a certain way or look a certain way or whatever that sort of makes you more mysterious, more. Um, I'm thinking mm. of people like David Bowie or other artists who really ah. they they did they went for a specific kind of glamour personality that just made them seem so interesting, and you just wanted to see them and hear them. Is that something that you do at all as a as an artist? Uh, yes, I went. Through some processes to seek my those brand image, mm. and so probably I went through weird, weird way sometimes. Uh-huh. Yeah, because I was too young, and uh, I I had some kind of very young, immature images or something. So it took me kind of long to find my right right character or mm. right way to express myself. Mm-hmm. I know it was a little bit difficult for me. Yeah. And also those like uh, adults told me so many different things. So you should be this direction and this person, you know, no, no, you should be go, go in this direction or so many people 
like uh, told me, like mm-hmm. ad- gave me advice. So I got so confused, like yeah. so many years. Yeah, I'm actually curious to know. Um, did your did your mom or dad um have anything to say about that? Did they have um, thoughts about you saying I'm going for it musically and I'm gonna have this? This is the life I'm gonna lead. Uh, since they are not the musical people, they yeah. didn't have any. <laughs> oh, any opinion? Okay, you didn't get that. The... I didn't ask them to. Uh, oh yeah, that's that's probably a good idea. But so you didn't get <laughs> you didn't get from because uh, you know a lot of people like us who who are creatives and do do this this sort of thing for for a living or want to. Um, mm-hmm. You know, a lot of us get the the parents who say, you know, don't you think you should keep your day job and yeah, don't you yeah, think you should stay in school and or, mm. or just are outright disapproving. Mm. Um, yeah, my so, parents so were didn't... yeah, parents wanted me to go like a college and a, like a becoming more more regular regular job. Uh-huh, like a, they wanted me like more regular happiness as a regular normal lady but i never wanted so okay yeah. i told told him like okay and it never followed <laughs> just <laughs> went my direction i'm sorry yeah. in my mind yeah well i mean that's good you knew what you wanted yeah. you know yes yeah. great thing yeah uh, freedom <laughs> <laughs> um did you receive any formal training uh I don't think so. Other than piano, I, I yeah. learned like really a little bit, like vocal training from mm. like a, some teachers. But um, yeah, basically self-taught. Okay. Yeah, I was wondering mm. if you had gone to um, you mm. know, music or drama school or some people not, go that route. Uh, right. So you were no, just all. I mean, same. you were just a natural. Just a straight up natural. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So never learned songwriting or lyric writing. Just did all by myself. That's amazing. And what what is the songwriting? <laughs> what is the songwriting process for you like? Um, uh, that's how, how does a, very how interesting. Does a song, okay, I'm. I can't wait to hear about it. <laughs> yes, first, I ask God to give me certain like a song. So hey, God, please give me like this song. That feels like this <laughs> something, and I forget about this, and I go to like taking shower or shopping, like uh, do whatever you like, mm-hmm. or a cafe or something, and I get the song in my head. It just and, comes. Oh, oh, yes, okay, that sounds so good, and then I write down in a notebook and go back to home and uh, like and make a demo. Or just piano or something, and it, mm-hmm. and that's it. That's amazing. So, I mean, do you get most of the time? Do you get chords and words and a melody like they just sort of come at the same time, or sometimes at the same time? But uh, some, yeah, most of the time I get the like a melody and a message at the same time, uh, just one phrase or some phrases in my head, and. Uh, maybe expand from there, like melody and finish the melody and extend the message or sometimes get the message first and uh, put the melody on it or like several ways. But mostly like I make songs without, usually I make songs without instruments, never used. Okay, interesting. Mm. So, but but at some point you do put instrumentation 
mm-hmm. to it.、Um, yeah, because need the arrangement and they need to record it. Yeah, that's that's so cool. And then you said make demos, so you have a little a little.、Uh, and you did back at that at, at that stage in your life, you had a little some equipment to to record yourself. Not so much. <laughs> I had really really poor equipment for long years because、yeah. I'm not good at machine stuff or <laughs> right, those right. things. So I had really really basic this one or like one mixing board and、uh, one keyboard. That's、mm-hmm. it. Even no speakers for like、uh, over twenty years, probably. <laughs> yeah, you don't need very much very weird. Than- Yeah, I mean, especially if you're capturing a demo,、mm-hmm. I mean, you're just trying to capture the essence of the song and the arrangement and the and the chord progressions, and you know, you don't need much more than than a basic way、mm-hmm. to capture the sound.、Yeah. It doesn't have to be a world class. You know, I had a guest on. <laughs> I had a guest on named Keller Williams, and he's recorded a bunch of albums, and he did one entirely on his cell phone. He just recorded it into his cell Ooh, phone. Oh wow, so cool! I love yeah, that. Yeah, right. I know,、mm-hmm. I know, and then he sent it to a guy to sort of add some different sounds to it, and、um, right, right, yeah. Your sounds or idea are more important than the like a take a costing a lot money <laughs> to、yeah. get the equipment. Yeah, the quality of the music matters. Although I must say, I mean, I can only assume that at this point in your in your career, and and I'm sure for years now, you've had the opportunity to work in some really nice recording studios, right? Yeah, some record nice, nice recording studio. Yeah, I mean, it is, it is, a, it is kind of a really nice thing to have really、mm-hmm. great equipment and have very, very skilled right, right. Re- recording engineer or record producer and people around that that absolutely know what they're doing, and you can just focus on your art. You know, let them yeah, handle the yeah, technical yeah. aspects of it, and and you can just focus on what you you know what you came to、mm-hmm. do, which was to make music. Exactly. And, yeah. I love I love the recording studio. I'm kind of a junkie for for that experience. It's just、uh, I get very I get、yeah. very <laughs> I get very nerdy about about equipment and microphones. And, oh, very nice. <laughs> do, you, do you have? I, I do. I did want to ask you. Do you have a a microphone, a particular vocal microphone that you really love or that you use a lot? Uh, I always use Bluebird. Blue okay. Bird, yeah, like the blue the blue microphone blue company. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah, I've had. I, yeah, I、I've、saw it. Oh my god, this is so cute! I want it, and <laughs> I didn't hear the sound. It just bought it. Yeah, and it sounded very nice. Yeah, actually. <laughs> yeah, that's great, and I mean, it is one of those things. It's, it's, it's.、Uh, you know, when you put your headphones on and you're gonna do a take of your vocal, how you sound to yourself is really important. And yeah, you get, right, you get the right microphone, and it just it feels like magic, and it sounds、mm, great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it、exactly. changes and, the performance a lot. Yes, yes, it's it's, it's, it's、mm. inspiring in its own way. Yeah.、Know? Okay, so next question: When did you start working professionally? At what at what age or point in your life were you when you first time was when I was twenty one, and uh, uh, I moved to Tokyo from Nagoya at the time, and、mm. uh, uh, I got the opportunity to sing a commercial TV commercial song. And it was from like teacher of my pianist partner at the time, and she was、mm-hmm. going to the musical school, and uh, uh, like her teacher like、um, invited us to his studio or、uh, office, and it just he 
offered me, oh, do you want to sing a sing songs for like commercial songs? Mm-hmm. Yes, <laughs> and I <laughs> yeah. start, started singing so like a, a studio singer since then. Yeah, that's awesome. I just yeah. want to very quickly yeah. say for for listeners, what what you're hearing in the background are typical noises that you hear coming from the streets uh, yes. of New York City. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, any hour really, really New York City. Yeah, yeah it's really si- like busy streets. Yeah, ambulances, yeah. yeah. I actually exactly. love that sound. When I'm in New York City, I, I, I just, I, I fall head over heels in love with the city every time I go. Wow. There. The sound. Yeah, kind of, I liked you. Yeah. <laughs> the sounds, the food, the everything about it is wonderful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, I live in a, I live in a upstate. Uh, New York. Oh, upstate! Kind of. Wow. Yeah, so it must very be cool. nice, like a like a full full of nature. Yeah, yeah, lots of lots of farms and rolling hills, and, um, ah, and it's peaceful. it's very quiet. Um, but at yeah. the same time, I I kind of on on the other hand, when I'm in a city like New York or wherever, mm-hmm. I I do love the sounds of the street. You know, mm-hmm. if I'm if I'm walking right, or just right. li- lying in my uh, hotel bed or something at night, I just the sounds of the street are very very mm-hmm. seductive to me. Just I've always loved yeah, that it. feels very energetic. Yes, yes, and very ro- <laughs> honestly very romantic. Yeah, I, right, right, right. I still have vivid memories of like, for example, walking uh, through Bryant Park. You know, Bryant the, the, Park. Yeah, behind the New York Public Library, and it was it was like. Mm-hmm. Early December, it started to snow. Oh, that's Dental. a very beautiful time. Oh, gosh, it was dark and the sun, <laughs> the, the, the street lights were sort of illuminating the, the snow, mm. like these kind of mm. diamonds, wispy diamonds falling and the park looked beautiful. And I was just like, oh, this is this is absolutely <laughs> just yeah. a dream, you know? Yeah, too bad, right, I, was, right, too bad right. I was all alone, but still, it was <laughs> still romantic for me. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I understand the feelings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Anyway, so all right. So you said that you started uh, working professionally in Tokyo, and then and yeah. then what what happened next for you? What what was what was next, the next uh, so many, transition? Yeah. So, uh, so many things happened. So uh, I started the music musical activity with my pianist friends mm-hmm. uh, partner. Uh, and we got into the uh, company ma- management company, but that company was very bad. So we had a lot of hard, hard, hard hardships. And uh, but it, after I quit there, um, I made a major debut as a anime singer songwriter in two thousand seven. Yeah, anime okay. singer songwriter. <laughs> How do you get involved in the world of anime? Actually, that time was kind of uh, when uh, the anime be- became super popular in Japan. Oh, yeah. And here. Yes. And so I was so curious. Oh, anime song might be interesting. And I did some like those anime type of singing as work. And, uh, oh, I want to do that. Then one of the kind of veteran composer so saw my performance at the time and he was so impressed and i want to introduce you to some somebody in major record uh but right now i have the only way uh only one company that that company label is uh anime anime song mu- music company so uh, eh, i want that i love that i wanted that <laughs> and, okay then he he instru- introduced 
this me to that company. Mm-hmm. And about that uh, producer in the company uh, already knew about me and uh, he liked my song and liked my talent. And uh, okay, uh, you get debut, major debut. Really? Wow. <laughs> I took audition and it, three days later, uh, the producer called me that, uh, yeah, you're going to be major debut. So when you say major debut, do you mean, is this a live performance in front of a crowd? Is this your recording? Uh, more, yeah, that company deals with more releasing a lot of anime music, game music, producing and release releasings. And it, sometimes we get the gigs, like before performance on okay. a stage or events, like anime events or those things. But mainly like the record label. So they're distributing, making CDs. Okay. So when I uh, just just to clarify for me and maybe for some people who are listening, I when I hear anime, I think uh, movies and 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 TV series of anime and and graphic novels kind of things. Were your was your music ending up in those in some of those shows? Yes. Okay. Ending theme song. Okay, yeah, yeah. That's kind of what I was thinking, and and I just wanted to make sure that I understood. So, okay, yeah. so you're ending up like you know, you're, you're if you're in Japan and you're watching a series, a, a popular anime mm-hmm. series, your song comes. Yeah, out. yeah, yeah. That's great. <laughs> that's really yeah, cool. Yeah, it's really, really exciting things. That must have helped to boost your, um, you know, your your name, your your who mm-hmm. you were as a person, get more people yeah, well- interested. Yeah, my third single went kind of viral, and uh, my song uh, single went into like a uh, fifth on a Japanese hit, hit chart, and so that number was very big. But yeah, charts. number wow, yeah, yeah, that was the biggest, and um, it sold a, a kind of many a lot. And uh, but uh, unfortunately, right. I didn't me? have the director. Yeah, my, my director. So he was absent because of depression he got at the time. So when, when I kind of sold a lot of CDs, so many people were like, oh, my God, he called me. And, oh, you must be so busy right now. And, oh, but actually, I don't have any words. My director is absent. What? Oh, no. And then nobody helped me at the time. So I kind of I lost the chance to be like a big Oh, that was so sad. Uh, and that's, you know, <laughs> I mean, it sucks. It really does. Yeah. It's, like, it's also a story that lots of artists, have, you know, have experienced. Yeah. And so I did. many artists are like going through the same thing, like similar thing. Uh, yeah. Like those staff people, like it really matter. So or all the artists who who are who are successful have good staff yeah good man 100 percent. yeah mm-hmm. i know i know and yeah you know, it's, and it, it's it is it is a business where there can be high turnover sometimes and the turnover can happen at exactly the wrong moment you know like you say you get yeah. signed to a record deal and the a and r mm-hmm. guy absolutely and nothing happens music. Or- you yeah, know, that's I mean, really like, necessary. Well, yeah, you know, you, you could have an ally at the label mm. who gets fired, mm-hmm. and then you're just yeah, yeah, yeah. You're treading water. There's just, just nothing's going to happen. You know, really, so really common. 
Yes, I know. I've, I mean, mm. I've, I, my, my band had an experience like that, and I know many oh. other bands and artists that had experiences. Yeah, like we got when we got signed, we got, we got, we, we had this A&R guy who was an absolute. He was, he was like a guy who could get bands like us on the radio, and oh. he was really excited about the record. And it was all of this energy. We went down to the label in Columbus Circle, their offices in New York City, and did a little acoustic wow. set for all the heads of the label everything was sort of like feeling great yeah and then all of a sudden things started to not feel right and then we found out that the the a and r guy oh the ra- the radio guy was gone ah. yeah 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 i mean it's just it's just what happened it, it happens you know and yeah then, it happens really really uh i yeah. sympathize all of that yeah we can relate to each other on that and mm. uh for, for anybody who's listening who's you know, interested in getting into music or is already a pro, mm-hmm. you know, you just, these are things that happen. It's, you know, just yeah, something true. to, something to just sort of file away as something to, to prepare that, you know, for the possibility mm. of that. True. You know? But on mm-hmm. the other hand, in today's day and age, you don't need a major label to, 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 you know, become a successful artist. Yeah, true. So, Interesting. Getting interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Okay. So tell me about this. Tell me, you know, so you had this moment where you sold a lot of records, you know. Yeah. That- kind of very big hit as an anime song. Yeah. But the CD sales is decreasing, decreasing more. So it's a time was kind of bitter. But <laughs> a lot of people, uh, God, I know what you mean. But a lot of people don't, mm. you know, a lot of, a lot of people, obviously, they don't buy CDs anymore. They, they download no. whatever they want. Mm-mm. Yeah, it's a different world in so many ways. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So, all right. So, tell me, just tell me a little bit about your emotional state, like as as you realized that this opportunity was possibly slipping away from you. Um, and then, uh, what did you do, what did you do next? Yeah. So i I thought uh, it's gonna be really like diminishing my career. So I needed to uh, switch my direction. So I started uh, writing so- songs for other artists too. Okay. Uh, yeah, along, alongside uh, continuing my own musical musical activities, I started to like uh, attend attend the competition, song competition for other artists, and uh, like three years after uh, I started like mm-hmm. writing songs, submitting the songs, and my song was picked. Like uh, my lyric was was picked at the beginning. Like uh, Yoko Kanno, like, she's a very world world popular music anime music producer and she li- liked my lyrics so uh we collaborated together and she encouraged me like my my talent praised my talent talent that encourages me really really a lot and since after that i got the motivation a strong motivation and my songs a lot of my songs started to be picked chosen by the artist so i became more like songwriter after that like 2009 yeah 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 i mean it's uh, this is another thing that i think about all the time and that is the second act the third act you know some (laughs) some people think um and i think i felt it too at a certain point in my life that you know i thought kind of started to think oh i my had one act and that's that's the end of it and then and you go through a little bit of grieving and, you know, but then I was like, no, wait, I, no, that's that's not what it is at all. I can have as many mm. acts as I want and be adaptive. And, th- and that sounds like what you you did. 
You know, mm-hmm. you, I mean, yeah. ultimately what you, what you were doing was you were saying, well, I will, I am going to continue to be who I, who I am as a creative human being. And I'm going to continue to my express myself one way or another. And, and you found other outlets for that. Yeah, exactly. Which is mm-hmm. wonderful. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That was really wonderful experience to work with those talented people a lot and amazing artists. Yeah, uh, everything motivated me a lot for long mm. years. So, did you? Are, you're still in Tokyo at this point that you're you're doing writing for for other yeah. artists and okay. So, when did you make the decision? What prompted you to make the decision to come to New York? Oh yes. Uh, so in the end of 2015, uh, kind of I was feeling that oh I am getting very stable. At the time, so I would be fine for all all my life, probably. And this life, like writing songs for others, and uh, sometimes in my musical activities between that. And uh, but uh, yeah, I could imagine all this stuff. Like just I would be continuing this, and uh, that felt felt like really boring and uh, not moving. And uh, oh my god, I'm gonna die. I, I don't like that, and I want it bigger bigger challenge new challenge or a new yeah. like a learning of those things adventure and also i got some some like unfair things in in the industry so i really hate it and uh, also i wanted to be back as a more artist but uh because of some like unfair things from the companies then uh really like hate it. Uh, I don't want that. Okay, so I'm not gonna be in Japan. And can I ask I'll you? Go- can I ju- can I just ask when you say sort of unpleasant things? Um, mm-hmm. are, are you talking about sort of the 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 cutthroat business side of all of that, or the industry side of that? Mm-hmm. That was sort of yeah. stepping on your freedom and your creativity and. Mm. Doesn't that isn't that a horrible thing? It's just it's just very frustrating that 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 frustrating. Happens. Yeah, very yeah. common. And yes. it happens to too many, but yes. really frustrating. Yeah. That ha- happens all over and over and over. And also yeah. like uh, those people uh, required, those producer like required me to be like a different character because uh, Japanese people don't like the strong, independent uh, type of women. Ugh. So they want, they want like a cute, mm, mm, like a cute girls. Yeah. So, uh, I could behave like that and I go dress like that. Submissive, I would assume. Submissive, ex- exactly. They like submissive yeah. character. And here you so are. So, I really hate it. And here <laughs> yeah. you are. A yeah. Tough, a tough woman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> who stood up to bullies as a kid and, and protected, uh, yeah. protected your friends and... <laughs> And and you're you're yeah. just absolutely breaking type and being a yeah. you know, being an original and being yourself and damn it it's just yeah. it's frustrating that 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 the that society is still that way <laughs> and you know yeah, I always I, so. I try to shut myself up when I start talking about it because I could I could rant about it and I'm I don't want to rant mm. about it but it's it's you know it's sad mm. and you know yeah but, it's sad so I wanted to be myself. And I wanted a bigger challenge to like mm-hmm. a conquer something bigger. So I, I don't, I didn't want stable something, stable, small something. So, mm-hmm. okay, I'm going to go to New York. Also, okay. I've never been to New York. <laughs> okay. Had you done much traveling uh, 
in general? Uh, were you were you Not a so traveler? Much. Did you travel outside of, out of Japan when you were uh, growing yeah, up yes. or at any point in your life? When I was married, I went oh, you to were married. Shine, okay, there's another. T- <laughs> there's another. <laughs> so many sorry. <laughs> okay. Uh, I do. I do have a question. I do have to ask though. Um, you said you were married, and 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 using the past tense suggests that you are no longer married. Did 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 your career and and your 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 passion and your desire to do what you wanted to do did that have anything to do? With the end of your marriage, did it did it affect did it affect the relationship? Because sometimes it really does. Yeah, at the time, uh, my ex husband wanted to divorce. Uh, <clears throat> was exactly uh, right after uh, my songs I provided for other people mm-hmm. uh, became like number number one hit chart song, and also my third single was at the time. So m- mine was like a f- number five in the mm-hmm. chart. On the same day, oh, and wow. I was, wow, yeah. wow, oh my That's god, awesome. I'm becoming famous. Yeah. And uh, but probably my ex-husband didn't like that. So immediately, oh. like next month of that, after that, uh, he told me that uh, he he wanted to divorce. And what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it was good because I wrote a very crazy good song after after the divorce and put in my anger or frustration into the song and it, other very popular artists like the song and she sang that song on the tv show or dome or <laughs> so many big places and ah, she sang my anger to the audience and the audience was ah! <laughs> So I thought, oh my God, it was very nice that I divorced. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. How about that? You know, God, that's something. That's, that's, that's awesome. I must say. (laughs) It it is is, an awesome part for artists. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, gosh, I'm, I guarantee you there are people listening right now who write music and, and just love music. And they're like, yes, yes. Yeah. You know, um, music yeah. can be incredibly cathartic. It can be incredibly mm-hmm. you just release uh, a yeah. lot of pent up stress and and what, what uh, heartbreak. Yes. So and also aspects. that saves other people, too. Yes. Music. <laughs> oh, music saved my life many, many times, you know. Right. right. That happened to me a lot, too. Yeah. Yeah, but I have to ask you this though: if you've had this experience, I went through a, uh, uh, you know, I went through the end of a relationship at, at, oh. uh, a few years ago, right? And it was, was a relationship that I did not want to end, and it was it was devastating for me. You know, I was heartbroken, and you know, I couldn't listen to music at all oh. for almost a year. I mean, any Ooh. music was just. It just triggered the pain and all of that. Have you ever had experiences where some music is, it just hits you. It it punches you in the gut emotionally in a way that it's like, you just can't, you can't listen to it. Or is it only healing? Maybe not. Yeah. Oh my God. I'm so sorry for that. Why are you apologizing? Terrible. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Oh no. I mean, it's okay. I'm all is good. Now I went, I went through all uh, Yeah. It's it's been good for a long time. Um, mm-hmm. Went through that all of the process of grieving the end of the relationship and just mm-hmm. just what people do, you know. 
Right. Uh, right. So, yeah, it's a different it's a different story now. But, you know, mm. yeah, there were times and even when I'm perfectly happy, sometimes I'll hear a song and it'll it'll make me cry. It'll make me, you know, get right. goosebumps and and mm-hmm. feel a tremendous wave of of emotions. And, and yeah, music- the music with with draw the, the emotion inside deep inside of you. Yeah, it draws a really out. amazing part. Yeah. And you know what? I think music is very much like it's one of those things that's like your senses, your sense of smell mm-hmm. and sense of taste and your hearing and your sight and all those things right. that you can have experiences with those senses that that recall memories. And mm. sense, of, sense of smell is one of those things. If you smell a, a particular aroma, whether it's the, the smell of someone's home mm-hmm. yeah, or yeah, yeah. A, like a candle burning. Triggers the memory. Yes. Oh, abs- mm. and it makes you, f- it transports you. And music does that for me too. Right, right, right. It's so true. Yeah. I mean, if I hear a song I haven't heard in 20 years and I have a particular, right. associ- I have a particular memory associated with that song and I hear yeah, it. Yeah, right, right. I'm like, you feel right like sometimes again. like, oh, I, I'm like uh, high school, high school kid. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> totally. It, it, it's it's one of the it's just one of the wonderful you know sublime things about about music. Makes yeah me- right, and also really amazing that uh, if your music could be the music to affect someone's yes. like life or memories. Yes. <laughs> that's that's sort of I mean that's that's the that's the key to it all you know if you create mm-hmm. something and it and it affects people mm-hmm. yeah it, it moves them mm-hmm. you know that, that's Absolutely. that's amazing you know yeah and it's obvious that you do that that you yeah. create you create in ways that move <laughs> other human beings yeah i hope so all the time oh i've mm-hmm. heard your music i know so <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yes, of course, and 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 I will 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 talk about that too. You know, mm-hmm. um, but I do want to just talk about quickly about when you got to New York City. What was that adjustment mm-hmm. like for you? When you got to New York City, was it a, was it a difficult or an easy transition for you to go from Tokyo to to New York? And also, did <sighs> did you come to New York like working, ready to work, and you had jobs happening lined up, or did you come and then uh, have to sort of figure that out when you got here? Yes, I, I got the O1 visa, um, uh, but I didn't have any connection. So I didn't have the job at, at the beginning at all. And it was just anyway, I, I wanted to start and I came here and it was really hard for me to adjust the different culture. And it, like there were just too many differences mm-hmm. than I expected. <laughs> so uh, it was really hard. For like a two years, something the first two years really, really, I lost confidence and I lost energy and oh my god, mm. it's so hectic! Oh. Like it's like a jungle here. Where were you living in New York when you first moved? Uh, I was in Brooklyn, okay. like Prospect Park. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, did you have to work? Did you have like? Was there? Uh, was there? Uh, were there points in your musical life when you were mm-hmm. pursuing your career in music and the arts that you were holding down part-time jobs or day, day jobs and things like that? I never did that. Oh, lucky you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no, yeah that's because, great. Uh, thank, thank, thank God. Like I yeah. had the loyalty <laughs> from Japan. Japan so, oh, and, so you uh, carried I, I that. I had a lot of, yeah, I had a, yeah. a lot of savings and the loyalty. I'm sure you're talking me. about. 
Yeah, you're talking about top five records and big hits and writing for big hit uh, songwriter. You know, yeah, you, you must have been generating some good money and and, and yeah, that's good. And really, thankfully. Yeah, yeah. So you have a little cushion that you can get your get your legs under you in New York City and and mm -hmm. uh, kind of figure out what's going on. So, but you said it was a struggle. I can only imagine New York's a huge city, and and it, I couldn't even imagine moving from say moving from New York City to Tokyo. And being like, <laughs> I'm gonna, get, I'm gonna make it here in Tokyo, but uh -huh. knowing no one, uh -huh. like, where do I even start? Yes, uh, exactly. So just I started researching everything, like how how can I distribute the music? Like how can I make the music? <laughs> and uh, research everything on online in yeah. like a not mother language and right. my english was way worse so uh, my brain is exploding and uh, i couldn't hear like understand what uh, my friends talking about uh felt like like there there were like thick wall between me and the world so the beginning was very very hard mm -hmm. and what happened then what happened what what was the thing that sort of made you feel like you had some entree into the the business here what was your breakthrough just, uh, go go forward go forward and try one by one and also like it probably it's the same as everybody here just meet somebody by coincidence and mm -hmm. that person introduced me somebody and uh, that person the other people introduced me to somebody and <laughs> like that that's how that's how we ended up talking right now Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I, I'm a big fan of the meet somebody and then meet somebody and then they know uh -huh. someone and they, you know, it's yeah. It's always a, people bring, bring something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you can, you can absolutely build out a network of, of friends and professional yeah. relationships and yeah. You know. Okay. So then, so you, you start to do that. You meet mm -hmm. some people, they know people do to do to do. Then then what happens then then when do you start like beginning to work professionally in a in a in a, you know, a more day to day way in New York City? Uh, I am now able to like do my activities as a professional, but just yeah. um, continuing creating music and cre mm. uh, creating, for example, music videos and prepare the promotions or I hire the manager uh, from this year. Mm -hmm. And so just like expanding one by one, really, yeah. really one by one. And uh, so t can you tell me what's what's happening with you right now in terms of the music that you're making? What's new? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and for sure, what where people can find you and hear you? OK, so I just released two singles in April and May. And uh, so I'm now creating the music videos of the two singles. I just I finished the two shootings, yeah. and so it's gonna come come out probably this this month or next next month. And I'm now recording the the songs for the my first full album in America, and it's gonna be out in August. Yeah, so preparing for those things. So I have yeah. some songs to work on. That's awesome, and I mean I've been seeing I've been seeing the clips of you. Well, sh doing the shoots of the videos uh -huh. and doing on Instagram. On Instagram. <laughs> yes. So do you want to tell everyone where they can find you on Instagram? 
Uh, yes, Instagram, no you can search me. It's Shihori94. S H I H O R I 94. And also, same account. Yeah, I have a Twitter account, Shihori94, and a Twitch account, Shihori94. But the uh, Twitter is Japanese account. So you can search on me, uh, English account. On Twitter, is Shihori okay. New York, like small Shihori and the capital NY. Okay, Shihori, lowercase letters, and then NY,、mm-hmm. uppercase. That's how they、yeah. find you on Twitter. Yeah. Okay.、Um, do you have a web page? Yes. Shihori Artist. Yeah. Shihoriartist.com. All right, everybody. I hope you're listening very carefully because、um, you should absolutely go to these places. Go to Instagram and go to shihoriartist.com and, and check her out and listen to her music. That's how I met you. I was on Instagram、mm-hmm. and、right. I saw、yeah. you. And I listened to your music and I was like, oh, wow. You know,、um, and I, the, the information that I got, that I gathered just initially,、uh, mm-hmm. I, had a, I just had a feeling that you would be, I mean, it was obvious that you're a very talented singer and songwriter and you make good music. And, but I also had a feeling that you would have a pretty deep story and, and <laughs> exactly. a, a, big, a big, huge heart. Oh, and you.、Uh, you know, I mean, honestly, if 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 someone can say, like you say, and I feel exactly the same way, if you can say, you know, I, I want to do what I can to, to bring about world peace, yeah, and you're saying it seriously without being sarcastic or being cynical or ironic about it, you know, I just, I, th- th- we need as many people like that in the world. As we possibly can get, you know. So, if your music reaches out to people and connects with them on the, an emotional level and also at that level about your, I mean, this is my assessment of you, and you can tell me I'm wrong, but that you, you have a real、uh, a sense of, of commitment to service,、oh. you know, to, to serving the, the, the humanity, you know, and doing what you yeah, can. Yeah, that's my dream. That's been my dream since I was like very little. Yeah. God, you're going to make、mm. me cry. I need to bite、uh, you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. No, it's really, it's really powerful and moving. And I, I just,、mm. I have such admiration for people like you who, who, who,、mm. who really want to do something with their lives that will, that will make the planet a better place and make it better for,、mm. for future generations. And, yes. You know, it's hard to say without, you know, because there is so much cynicism in the world, it's, it's hard to say without people thinking that you sound corny. Or, mm. or a dreamer, or too idealistic, or something. But, you know,、mm-hmm. honestly,、mm. it's true. And yes, it is. It's just true. We do、Let's、not. Let's prove have it. To, yes. <laughs> we, should, we do not have to accept as normal that we have never ending wars and famines、mm, right. and starvation.、Mm-hmm. And,、uh, you know,、mm-hmm. we just don't have to accept that as normal. It's because、no. it's not okay. You know, I mean, it's a, no. Yes, I'm with you. I'll give you a fist bump through, through the Zoom.、Yay! Boom. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much. Yeah, thank you great, so great, much. You're so passionate. And you, oh my God, so amazing. Yeah, it's been really awesome having you on the show.、Um, oh, we just thank you so much. Yeah, everybody go listen to Shihori. Go find her on Instagram and on,、uh, at her webpage, shihoriartist.com, and listen to her music. And be a part of the movement that Shahori is、Yay! creating. 
Yes, Let's for the whole world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you want to do good, join join the Shahori music. Oh, thank you. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. You're so welcome. Yeah. Oh, look at you. I mean, you're you're ready to go. Yeah. You're ready to take mm -hmm. on the world. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. I, I wish you all the best. Yeah. Okay? All right. Thank you so I'll, much. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. See I'll you. Yeah. See you. <laughs> This episode was produced and edited by yours truly. Big thank you to Shahori. A little bit famous theme music by Jay Durius. I hope you enjoyed this episode, and I'll see you next week.